Gem Girls. Ho! <coughs> oh! <coughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, that was, uh, you know, a little killing. A lot. That was a lot loud and obnoxious. <laughs> but welcome to Gem Girls, the queer '80s cartoon hate watch podcast. Where mm-hmm. we usually talk shit about the animated narrative train wreck that is Gem and the Holograms. But if that boisterous bellow moments ago didn't clue you in, <laughs> we're shifting our gaze and gaze, we're shifting homosexuals, over to <laughs> another classically mindless and nonsensical 80s cartoon. One in our intro theme song, but never covered officially on the pod. Today, we are talking Thundercats. I am Orphis Jones. And I'm Hakuna Matitis. And as a first time viewer of Thundercats, I was pretty confident after watching one episode that the series was actually a prequel to Cats, uh, the musical, of course, where a species of humanoid felines traverse the stars in light bondage gear, of course. Uh, battling a skeleton mummy witch for some reason before populating Earth and becoming fully. Jellicle. Fully Jellicle. I always got to go full Jellicle. Full gel. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, though, I'm still confident that is the plot of Thundercats. And don't tell me otherwise because I'm living my truth. But apparently societal consensus says otherwise. As do, you know, facts, which, to be fair, are always alternative here at Gem Girls Podcast. And in truth... Which is meaningless. Truth. Uh, Yeah, indeed. Of course. Uh, (laughs) Thundercats is actually a show that debuted in 1985 that is essentially a fusion of sci-fi with sword and sorcery with some light bondage visual subtext. Uh, Or heavy Or like very heavy, yeah. Over text. Right, yeah. Synonym, sure, 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 sure. Uh, And Thundercats follows the adventures of a group of like Thundercats uh, (laughs) from the planet Thundera, you may be noticing a theme here. And if you're just noticing the theme, then you may be dumb as fuck, a la Lion-O. But more on that in a second. So, Thundera goes full on Krypton and blows up or dies or something. So the Thundercats go off to the stars in search of a new planet but the Thunder Fleet, the quote-unquote <laughs> Thunder Fleet, whatever the fuck that That's, is. It's a quote. It's a term. <laughs> it's intercepted by the Thundercat sword enemy, the Mutants of Plundar, another random batch of animal humans, because they want the so-called Sword of Omens, which holds the Eye of Thundera, <laughs> the source of the Thundercat's power. You know, it's interesting because until I read this paragraph, I thought that it was called the Sword of Moments. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what a moment. That sword is such a moment. <laughs> such a moment. Let me just like cast moments at you. Uh, amazing, um, amazing. So, so that says something about my level of comprehension of the show. Right. I was like, what the sort of what? The, who's that? <laughs> I don't understand. But yeah, so please, Orifice, take over for me here because I have no idea what the fuck any of this means. And I simply cannot pretend like it matters anymore. And it does not, uh, as we know, uh, which is basically, you know, the theme of our podcast. Um <laughs> But anyways, to make what really should be a short story even shorter, a crew <laughs> with Thunderin royalty, including the prince, uh-huh. Lion, mm-hmm, you listening? Uh, anyways. <laughs> Thundarian royalty. Yeah, it's it really also. It needed to be a fucking adjective. It did, it did. It's also Thundera, not Thundera, whatever the fuck you said earlier. Anyways. Thunderer. Uh, Thunderer. It's pronounced Thunder. It, it, you know what? You know what? It's fucking Thundercats. It's yeah, thund- it's not Thunder Cats. Fair point. Fun pair. Fair point. Uh, there you are. Anyways, this crew of Thunder royalty, which has the Prince Lionel, makes it out of this like Starfleet scuffle, and eventually make it to the planet Third Earth. <laughs> Don't know what happened to second or third. Now, 
I actually totally <laughs> forgot about this specific plot point when we were when I was watching the episode. But apparently, it took a very long time to get to Third Earth, and while the other Thundercats were in suspended animation, Lionel's oh pod got busted or something. So when everybody else wakes up, he's like a decade older or ten Galacto years to be precise. What the fuck does any of this mean? <laughs> anyway, yeah, thank you, thank you. Let's just get through it. And <laughs> so Lionel wakes up ten years older and is basically a child in an adult's body, which is what? super fucking creepy when you think about it. And explains yeah, so. very much so. It explains a lot about Lionel. Uh, well, more on that later. And also, Fari, just as like a Fari, uh, it's with an F. Fari. Uh, Fari. <laughs> uh, for some reason, there's an evil mummy called Mum Ra on Third Earth who makes it his mission to kill the Thundercats, which essentially propels the plot from here on out. Yeah, what is this whole, like, motive? I don't... I, I was trying to remember and think about it as I was watching the episode, and I couldn't remember... I don't even know why their planet blew up. And then I was like, why is it a mummy? But then I was like, oh, cats, mummies, ancient Egypt. There's, True. like, a, a soft connection there. But also, Egyptians adored cats, so it's not the best pairing. Yeah, and the mummy has a dog. I didn't, I've never seen a mummy with a bulldog. True, at the true. Museum. I've never seen a mummified bulldog. Because yeah, there, there, yeah, there ain't no fucking bulldogs in ancient Egypt. <laughs> Maybe a jackal. They love their jackals. <laughs> jackal. I love the word jackal. Me too. So fun to say. <laughs> I don't know what show it's from. Like you jackals, or like someone, someone keeps on saying the word jackals, and it's really good. Yeah, I don't know, uh, but Rhea used it in one episode, a pack right, of jacks. Right, right, a pack of jacks. That's probably what I was, exactly what I was thinking of. <laughs> but it just sounds like something you want to say a lot. Jackal, jackal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's jack on jackals. Anyway, uh, so the show sounds pretty complex and nuanced, but after watching one episode of the show, I got literally none of that. So obviously it is 0% important and in fact I think impedes my understanding of what's going on. Fair enough. I think I just made everything needlessly complicated. <laughs> like, oh wow, all of that is irrelevant. Um, so today, though, we are diving straight into the middle of Thundercats' four-season run with Season 2, Episode 24, Hair of the Dog. Or as I like to call it, what the fuck is a snarf and please kill it. God, please kill it. <laughs> uh, yeah, Snarf's the worst. So according to our totally not tight homies over at the Thundercats wiki, never even thought about you guys until this very second. <laughs> I never thought about them, but they were always in my heart, you know? <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Just like literally everything you don't know about is like maybe in your heart. Right, right, right. Exactly, exactly. Um, so this is, according to them, this is the one where Mumra swaps Snarf and Mamuts. I thought it was Marmut. Mamuts. Wait, you thought it was Marmut? <laughs> yeah. It's easier to say than Mamut. It is easier to say, but also like, what the, f all right, you, know, you do you, you do you. What is any of these names? What are any of these names? Though? Fair enough, fair enough. Lionel, are you fucking kidding me? Anyway, Mumra swaps Snarf and Mamut's bodies and sends the latter into Cat's lair to poison Lionel. Also, shout out to the Thundercats wiki for having a section on the quote-unquote official moral of the episode, which is supposedly about accepting yourself. Ugh, who likes that? <laughs> yeah, that's so lame. <laughs> like, that's why I didn't want to talk about Jem this episode. Yeah, exactly. Can I accept someone else, please? <laughs> yeah. Actually, you know what? I hate other people too. Can we like just can a moral be about people? Yeah, be on Hayden, <laughs> sipping that haterade, exactly, guzzling exactly. it. <laughs> um. Anyway, personally, I thought the moral of the story was the dangers of steroid use, or as mentioned, that Snarf sucks. And uh, yeah, that he does. He really, really does. <laughs> Uh, for any folks unfamiliar with a typical Thundercats episode, the show usually does feature a steady cast of about six or seven characters, depending on how you count twins or if you count snarks. <laughs> uh, so there's the aforementioned man-child Lionel, muscle-leather daddy Panthro, 
the crotch bulge tastic Tigra. He's probably my favorite. <laughs> uh, there's Chitara, the girl, basically. Uh, Wily Kit and Wily Cat, who are annoying twins. And Snarf, a piece of hell made flesh. Uh, <laughs> this episode, however, doesn't have much of the supporting cast and really only features Lionel and, for better or worse, which will be the theme of this entire episode, <laughs> Snarf along with some other random cat people we will never see again. Random cat people we'll never see again. Yeah, they're okay. well, like... they this... all just seem... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess to a first-time viewer, they all look like fucking cats. But <laughs> to myself, there's there's like, there's like a couple of cat creatures up in the mix where I'm like, oh, I'm not going to see... I've never... I don't remember you. Probably never going to see you again. Um, yeah, so can we actually go through the cats in this episode? Because I want to know if they're in the rotation generally or... As far as I know is, like, the only people you'll ever see again are Lion-O, Snarf, and Mumra. Those other bitches, I don't know where they came from. I don't know who the fuck Snarfer is. I don't know who this (laughs) this white Bengal cat person is. That one creeped me out, Bengali. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but we got ahead of ourselves. I would like us to start with the theme song. Um, okay, of course. Because <laughs> despite the fact that, you know, Thundercats, the episode that we're watching and the episodes generally are a little bit hit and miss, the theme song is pretty fucking super tight. I just know Thundercats, ho! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which I just love saying, and I spell it H-O-E-E-E-E-E. Uh... Assuming that he's just calling everybody a hoe. <laughs> like, why are they saying that? Thundercats, ho! Yo, ho! I don't I have know. To say, I have to say that all of their rituals and all of their weapons and all of their antics and their general ways of being were all super weird. Yeah, like, yeah. Mildly, yeah, just super weird. Um, Super weird. There's always a lot of, like, spherical balls and, like, long <laughs> whips in the mix. Um, yeah. like, so the theme song, yeah, it basically just goes thunder, 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 cats, a bunch. I don't know why I love it so much. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know why. I think it's just because it's, like, impregnated in my brain. Uh, despite the fact that I didn't even grow up in the 80s, I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, I do. How long do you have? Yeah, fair enough. You could, yeah. Let's, that's another podcast. Um, <laughs> so we get a lot of, like, side profile fadeaways. And this is where we, we actually see some of the other side characters. Tigra, his weapon is basically just anal beads on a whip, which <laughs> I was pretty into. Panthro was in full bondage gear. Uh, And then you got the other ones. And then, yeah, then we get Mumra makes an appearance, who's their enemy for quote-unquote reasons, because he's a mummy. (laughs) I don't fucking know. (laughs) Yeah, for no reason. I I don't know. Yeah, maybe in the first episode they say, or even in this episode, he wants whatever is going on in Cat's Lair, which also makes it sound like a sex dungeon. Um... (laughs) Other than that, there's not there's not a lot of motive on his part or where he came from. Okay, here's my guess, just based on what I know about the show, which isn't very much. But um, if they escape to Third Earth, like maybe they took over Cat's Lair and he's a mummy, right? Like maybe they unearthed him and like dumped his body somewhere, and like now he just wants to go back to his, uh, you know tomb right right right. That, that's fair that's fair he's like you know you coming up in my third earth unearthing my <laughs> sarcophagi i don't think so which right just because the building is shaped like a cat and you are a cat like doesn't mean that it's yours right i actually have no idea if cat's lair was there before or if the thundercats <laughs> built cat's lair it makes they more sense did. to the latter <laughs> just saying but I respect the colonial narrative that you're basically yeah. imposing on the Thundercats. Because it's true. This was Mum-Ra's fucking third earth. They're coming in here <laughs> with their paws and their their anal bead whips. <laughs> 
And they're like creepy, slitty eyes. Yeah, 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 yeah. They all, there's a lot of creepy stuff going on here. Um, anyways, to get into the actual episode, <laughs> it's written by Chris Trengrove, which we won't do our usual <laughs> spiel and incessantly ripping on the author of the episode because we don't have time for that anymore. Uh, <laughs> just want to give a shout out yeah, to I Trengrove. Don't even- I don't even know who Trend Grove is. I didn't even care enough to look it up. Me neither. I didn't Google it. Didn't, I didn't Google it either. His name just simply didn't inspire me. Neither did I. But now that I'm like looking at the text, Chris Trengrove, maybe his nickname could be Krengrove. <laughs> what does Chris, that even mean? Chris Grove? I don't know. You put a C-H, you put a C-H instead of the T-R, Krengrove, or just Chris Grove. Or like what? I'm getting up and I'm getting... Up in the trenches of Trengrove, or I'm, I'm all up in Kren- Trengrove's Grove. That was completely nonsensical. Yep. Uh, that being said, that'll still make the edit because we have nothing else to do. <laughs> also, I'm too lazy to edit it. Yeah, out. yeah, exactly. Let's do it. Um, so we opened to. Granted, I wrote my notes. Before I knew any of the plot. Oh, that's even better. So Go just, for it. Go for it. I'm just going to say it as I saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we open to some sort of cat-shaped <laughs> flying vehicle. <laughs> like it has, like it's, it looks like a spaceship, but it has like four arms and kind of a head. Is it like a, spa- a cat-shaped flying vehicle? Yeah, that's, that's still accurate. Everything is unnecessarily cat-shaped. Go on. <laughs> And we got some very muscular guy um, who's also a cat, I guess. Panther, he's like, panther. He's blue and has gigantic legs and had like the shortest, <laughs> the short, shortest unitard. Because he's wearing a unitard. <laughs> they all are. Yeah. Let's be real. Although none of the female cats are, just the male ones. Just the male ones. They're, it's like a cross between <laughs> wrestling gear and... And, yeah, like a bondage, like I'm being chained up and being fucked for hours kind of set up. Like I'm in a <laughs> swing. Um, which then Pretty I'll... much. I, I do think that Panthro is the daddy, the leather daddy. Oh, though. for sure, for sure. And even within the show, he is the leather daddy of the show. Like, he, like, I think he's, like, he's, like, he's, like, all about mechanical stuff. So he's into building things, contraptions and such. Which, like... Ooh, we love contraptions. We love a good contraption. <laughs> You can, like, you know, I want to be contorted in the contraption uh, up in the action. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know if I want a contraption up in my action. Uh, Maybe okay, I wanna, my action. Okay, that's also an option. Um, interesting. But I respect, I, like a, I respect a contraption that can facilitate movement towards my action. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Sure, yeah. <laughs> Makes perfect sense. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you heard it before. I'm just repeating what others have said. That old fact. <laughs> it's really a proverb, but go on. <laughs> anyway, my mistake. So, there, Panther was walking down the stairs, showing a lot of leg towards some blonde bitch. Um... And they're about, they're getting ready for takeoff and the belly bearing one, the lion whose name ended up being lion right, right, which right. again, terrible name. It's a weird name. It's a weird that it ends on an, <laughs> like a vowel, but whatever. I know. Um, so he's basically like, you guys are going to be doing important work, tackling some of the most evil people in the galaxy. Um, and so I guess they're going ready, getting ready to do that. Right. And they basically do. So everyone except for Lionel and Snarf take off this, I don't know, other random ass adventure in the galaxy. Uh, <laughs> but I want to touch on your thoughts on Lionel's voice because I feel like he both, he has like the best and worst voice simultaneously. Like he's like a, like a suave American psycho style serial killer who you want to have sex with, but you also know is going to murder you? <laughs> um, I think he has one of those voices that we've heard in a lot of these cartoons, which are super uh, sterile almost, and like the perfect 
like American voice kind of way. Right, right, right. Um, right but right. that makes it creepy and unsettling. Yeah, sterile, I think, is the best word for it because it's like void of emotion. Uh, yeah. But still like authoritative and like almost attractive. I, I don't know. It, it, it unsettles me, which you yeah. describe. It's, it, it's like a sociopath, like mimicking perfectly how like a man should talk. But he is, yeah, just pretending and, like, doesn't actually have an emo- any emotions behind it. Right, 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 yeah. So, like, a sexy person who's dead inside. That is essentially lying now. I wouldn't even say sexy. Isn't he a child? And also, he's not sexy. Are you? I mean, okay, look. <laughs> Lionel might be a butterface, but boy's still got a body yaddy yaddy, all right? <laughs> I was really put off by the belly-bearing leotard. Yo, I mean... way too much for me. It was a lot, but, like, I was lapping it up like the cat that Lionel is. You know what I'm saying? For sure. I mean, he did have really thick thighs. Like, really thick. Really thick thighs. And, like, at one point, they show his back, and there's lines everywhere. I'm like, the, the back <laughs> muscles on this guy. Come on. <laughs> yeah, he's he's pretty fit. Yeah, so they leave the cat reptile thingy with the belly top guy. <laughs> yeah, 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 that happens. Uh, and this is where we get a little bit more snarf action. And we get, we get the first snarf, which is... Oh, God, I hate it. Awful, 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 awful. I sure hope the others don't have to stay away too long. It's going to be lonely here without them. So you know Hakuna... Everybody hates Snarf. Like, it's not... Oh, okay, good. Like, even people who like Thundercats are aware that Snarf is literally the worst thing in the world. Um, because Snarf is whining about being lonely and how everyone's gone. And, like I already mentioned, makes that really, really grating noise. Uh, mm-hmm. And Lionel points out as he's... what He's, like, operating what I thought was a computer monitor, which turns out to both be a window and a door. Um, we'll get to that later. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it, it really confused me. But anyways, Lionel's like, look, we're also alone, so we better make sure no shit goes down because we'll be at, uh, we don't have as much main power, basically. Right, and this is where I'm kind of confused why you think Lionel's the dumb one, because Narf immediately, after hearing Lionel make that point, is like, okay, I'm just gonna, like, frolic into the forest to get some candy fruit on my own. Oh, okay, dude, dude, dude. Of, like, between Lionel and Snarf, they're both the <laughs> dumb ones. I'm not making a claim otherwise. Uh, other characters are definitely of higher intelligence than both of them. Okay. <laughs> um, because, I don't know, I didn't really get anything, any, like, stupidity from Lionel. But again, like, I was just confused by him the entire time. Yeah, he's confusing and also tends to explain everything he does as he's doing it, which (laughs) is a trapping of a lot of 80s animation. But also, I just just, like, I feel like it's like one of those people who needs to, like, mumble the words as they read it. And it's just, that's (laughs) that's a sign of a stupid person. I'm sorry. Or like Roxy trying to read from the teleprompter. Yeah. Bob, 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 Black. Exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> nope, you just saw the letter B, bitch. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, so Lionel... really tells me the last time you read anything. Right, right, right. <laughs> anyways, Lionel may or may not be soups lit soups lit um, but anyway... Uh, the evil dude is watching Snarf while he's leaving Cat's Lair to get candy fruit. The evil dude being Mumra? Yeah, you got it. Mumra. Mumra. Uh, um, and yeah, he's. So uh, Mumra is watching this unfold um, and he decides to use the other cat's absence as an opportunity to break into Cat's Lair and fuck shit up. Right, right, right. Um, and that's when he sends his uh, his hound thing by mom, <laughs> ma- not marmot, which is different. <laughs> a different animal. Yeah, a different animal. <laughs> uh, so he sends mom, ma- who can fly, which I thought was kind of tight. You know, I love a dog who can fly. Yeah, it's pretty great. Pretty cool. Um, and he goes to go fuck up Snarf's business as he's picking uh, candy eggs or some shit. Some other spherical anal bead objects. Um <laughs> 
And yeah, Snarf being useless and the worst, can't fight for shit, gets captured by the fucking dog. Yeah, in like a matter of seconds. Yeah, it took no time um, at all. It took no time. I think Snarf like knocks himself out actually. <laughs> oh yeah, he 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 trips. And then Marmot just pick Marmot just picks him up <laughs> Marmot. and takes him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marmot. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna say Marmot. Fair it's enough. Easier to say. Fair, it's easier to say. It's like one Marmot. letter off. One letter off. So Marmot brings uh, <laughs> this guy's body to the lair, um, and it, and Mumra calls him his putrid pet. He had a lot of like alliteration going. Yeah, he did. And it was all did. very creepy. He did. He did. He um, did. Um, I also enjoy um, that Mumra, as soon as Snarf gets there, he starts being annoying. And Mumra's just like, zap, <laughs> shut the fuck up, can't handle it. Uh, I respect that. I really so do. True. I get it. I get it. And yeah. Mumra basically gets his dog to shapeshift into Snarf so that he can enter Cat's lair. And yes. yeah, and basically Mumra's plan is to really like fuck up with Lionel, fuck up Lionel, or fuck with Lionel, or fuck Lionel. Yes. All of those, all pro- three. yeah, all three probably combined. Um, and so Mumra does this like dark ritual, and <laughs> some of the words is like, he's like, I know, I call upon dark powers so they may exchange their bodily, and I swear to God, dude, I was like, if he says bodily fluids <laughs> right now, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> Um, I, I was expecting that, but he says bodily mm-hmm. forms instead. Yeah, lame. Lame. And yeah, so Mumra pulls a switcheroo using his dark <laughs> magic with the animals. Um, and I learned in the scene that Lion-O is the lord of the Thundercats, right? Yeah, right, 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 right. Um, because he was formerly the prince. He got aged up, and I imagine his like dad and the other royal family died or something. So I guess he is... The Lord. Uh, I'm also not sure, like, how many other fucking Thundercats are roaming around the, the, the <laughs> galaxy. I guess a few, as we'll see later. Yeah, it doesn't seem like they're bound by space and time. Like, I'm very confused by, like, their mission. Oh, you are? Yeah. You... <laughs> <laughs> they just fly around the g- galaxy and, like, go to different planets to fight evil or to escape from evil. You know what? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why don't they just like stay <laughs> on one planet and mind their own fucking business? Dude, I don't fucking know. I don't. I don't know why they had to pick third or third Earth. <laughs> there was like you know apparently a bunch of other Earths to choose from. At least three. I was reading this Wikipedia article about this show, and it was like the creator. Maybe it wasn't Wikipedia. I think it was the wiki article. Anyway, the creator was like, yeah, I just came up with this idea of like humanoid alien cats. And like the guy just like was super impressed and the studio picked it up right away. I'm like imagining coming into a room, like an office meeting with a briefcase and a suit being like, I have the perfect (laughs) idea for you. (laughs) So think about it. They're cats, but they're also people. And they're aliens? Yep, yep. There's a mummy. There's a mummy. And they're wearing uh, thigh-bearing leotards. Yeah, and then someone's like, oh, so like, why is there a mummy? He's like, look, cats, <laughs> mummies, get into it. <laughs> Everyone loves those. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that actually seems to be a running theme with like 80s cartoons that we've covered here. Because remember fucking like dino-saucers? Yeah. The guy was like, yeah, I thought of it while brushing my teeth. I was like, dinosaurs, aliens, sure. Why the fuck not? <laughs> yeah, it's it's quite funny. Like, the 80s, you could just do anything you wanted, apparently, if you were a white man. Yeah, if you can get into a room with some men in suits, <laughs> and I mean literally any men with any suits, <laughs> you could get that shit made into a kid's cartoon. Fuck, that's kind of inspiring. It really is. It really is. Imagine what we could have accomplished, or like I could have accomplished. <laughs> well, I think you would have had to like hide your gayness, right? Oh, true. But like also it was the 80s, so I probably would have died of AIDS in like two years. Anyways. Oh, no. <laughs> that's so awful. <laughs> so awful. But also, like, I mean, I'm not going to say accurate, but like could have happened. 
It could have happened for I sure. Was born though, in, but... I was born in 91. <laughs> the likelihood of me being the reincarnation of a queer man who died of AIDS is very, very high. <laughs> it's very high. Um, is there that quick of a turnover rate for reincarnation? Yeah, I mean, much like the Avatar, I feel like when I die, I'm instantly put into another physical form because there must, there can only, there, not only can there only be one, there must always be one. There <laughs> must. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, I thought like, I thought your consciousness, your consciousness laid dormant. And, like, maybe stewed in the pits of hell for a bit and then rose back up and, like, <laughs> the body of someone else. I didn't realize it was, like, a one-for-one one situation. Well, so, I mean, I don't know, like, I, I don't think you've ever watched Avatar The Last Airbender or The Legend of Korra, so that reference probably meant nothing no. to you. Uh, <laughs> but I... That sounds great, though. Oh, great show. I actually highly recommend both series. Fantastic cartoon. Um... But I'm one of the Earth's necessary evils, so I must always be present on the physical plane. <laughs> wow. Which of the necessary evils are you? Uh, so I'm, uh, you know, so there's Dracula's castle. There is, um, you know, a reborn Hitler or the forever Hitler. And then I am... <laughs> forever Hitler? Yeah, there's always a Hitler in the mix. Like, you always got to have one. What? Uh... Is he always successful? No, 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 of course not, of course not, of course not. That's why we call it, like, we only more colloquially call him Forever Hitler, because that was the last successful one. Usually they're just, like, in, <laughs> they're pretty shitty at it. They're Hitlers, you know? Um, I am the gabbing ghoul who, like, you just can't shut him up and just talks nonsense. Are you making this shit up off the top of your head, or are these actual things? I am making up all of it right now. <laughs> Except for Dracula's castle, of course. Uh, the gabbing ghoul or whatever the fight you, fuck you said. Um, that's pretty clever. Um, you know I love some alliteration. For sure. <laughs> um, but anyway. I may be illiterate, but this. I love my alliteration. <laughs> perfect. Perfect, perfect. Um, so in this episode right. that we were talking about until we got sidetracked, um, basically... He's summoning the ancient spirits of evil to exchange their bodily right, forms. Right. We got that far. Uh, um, and then, yeah, then Mom Now the dog is Snarf. Yeah, the dog is Snarf uh, for, yeah, it, it sucks that there has to be another one. And fake Snarf slash Doomhound goes back to uh, Lionel's lair, Cat's lair, with a bunch of basically like Rufinol apples. Um, Rufin Apples. Uh, Rufin Apples. Yeah, because they basically, yeah, he drugs all of these fruit that he was picking. And it's basically like to Lionel, like, Lionel, you should probably uh, have a bite of this fucking fruit. And Lionel's like, no, no, I'm good, dude. And uh, Fake Snarf is like, no, 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 you should have it right now. And he's like, no, like, <laughs> like, I'm good. He's like, no, 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 no. You need to have it right now because, like, the you know, the freshness. And Lionel. Or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's being so shifty about Super it. Super shifty. Very suspicious. <laughs> Uh, but Lionel, <laughs> yeah, being a child, he was like, oh, yeah, you're right. The freshness eats a roof and apple. Um, yeah, he's like, you make a fair point. Even though this guy sounds nothing like Snarf, mm -hmm, he mm -hmm. sounds like Snarf on, like, ketamine or something. Yeah, or, Snarf like, after, like, lean. three packs a day after four years. <laughs> um, he sounds super rough, not like Snarf at all. Um, and even Lionel is like, like, why do you, why do you sound so weird? But like still takes a bite of the apple anyway. Right. And essentially only then realizes something isn't right. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, realizes yeah. he's not Snarf. Right. And that's uh, basically Lionel gets date raped. Um, and <laughs> he, he passes out. And that's when Mumra comes through. Very diva-like. Makes his grand entrance. Uh, and that's when he trans... So, yeah, actually, this is what I, I kind of found confusing. I never really thought about it in the show. Because he technically transforms into Mumra the Ever-Living. And I wasn't really aware of what he was before then. Was he just, like, was he just like regular Mum? And then he becomes Mumra the Ever-Living? <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, I'm not sure. I think, like, he's Mumra the ever-dead. Oh, okay. Or, like, Mumra <laughs> the dead bitch. <laughs> Mumra that dead bitch over there. For sure, for sure, for sure. <laughs> 
And then, like, his ever-living form is so big and so muscular. And he has, like, these weird, like, dreads of different colors. Right, like, yeah. taped to his head. He, like, really took a note from Dance's book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you know, clipped on some fake ponytails and got his groove on. Uh, he also looks like kind of like a bat. And then I was like, oh, so bats and cats, that's kind of a thing. I don't, what's he supposed to be a bat? There's like one point where he's like kind of flying. I felt he gave me like a little bit of like bat wing vibes. I was trying very hard to make some sort of, you know, thematic connections here. Uh, <laughs> I was not. Right, right, right. And bats and cats. are teddy and I'm, right, I'm yeah, yeah, honest yeah. with myself. Right. I'm living a lie. Uh <laughs> I mean, we all knew that. Anyways, so yeah, Mumra comes through, gets into Cat's lair, I think, at this point, and then Lino kind of comes to uh, in, like, the dungeon. Oh, no, no, yeah, this is actually where Mumra pops out of, like I mentioned, what I thought was a super commuter TV screen, but seems <laughs> to function also as a door? <laughs> Yeah, that made no fucking sense. Makes no sense. So it's like a it's a computer screen looking out to the entrance of Cat's lair, but seems to also be yeah, functional entrance way that you have to like teleport yourself through. I I think I if I can't even guess. I don't know what's happening. It was a little complicated. It was a little complicated. Uh anyways. Mumra battles Lino, but Lino's still all roofied up, and uh, he loses him, and uh, Mumra locks him away to think of the quote-unquote humiliating ways to destroy him, and by humiliate, he means sexually, and by destroy him, he means his hole. And, like, I'd watch that his video. His hole and his guts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His guts via all his All of hole. his holes. Right. So, we cut to some sort of tower where there is another snarf-like creature sleeping. Um, and it seems to be in a different on a different planet, uh, which would make sense. Yeah, dude. Because... Yeah. This actually... I didn't know what was happening. Because I was like, what the fuck is snarf <laughs> dreaming now for? Like, what? Yeah, did that not... Yeah, I thought the exact same thing. I was like, what... Is this not Snarf? Because they look, they look exactly the dreaming? same. Yeah, exactly. I thought was, was that a whole a dream sequence? It was It was not handled very, very well. No. Um, but anyway, he wakes up from a bad dream that he had where his uncle Snarf, which is the other Snarf, um, had turned <laughs> into a dog. So basically he, I guess, like Snarfs are telepathic. Yeah, I guess there's like... Are they all a hive mind? Yeah, right. The like, Snarf yeah. hive mind. Um... <laughs> I guess it is truly frightening, um, but I I don't have another answer for you. This is also I think this snarf is called snarfer. Uh, yes. So not I thought it was snarfa originally, but I, I think it's snarfer. Yeah. So snarfer comes out of their bed to another group of like random ass cats. Yes. One is like a pirate cat. One's like a white tiger. Well, isn't that Bengali? Yeah. Is that not him? Yeah. It's like Bengali. Um, there's uh, Lynx-O. <laughs> I lo- had to look him up. lynx Dude, so I... Act- this is so... Okay, this is... There were two moments in this show where I kept on repeating, like, back 10 seconds. Because I didn't know what the fuck they were saying. One of them was Bengali and, I guess, Lynx-O. The other one was, like... Snarfer, Snarfer alerts these cats to the danger, and the cat's like, Tower of Omens to Cat's Lair. Or I was like, wait, Coward of Omens? Or Tower of Odin? <laughs> I didn't really know what the fuck they said. Tower of Omens seems like the most uh, likely. But I like, maybe we should, like, we could just like play the sound bite, because I swear to God, it's incomprehensible. I gotta get in touch with Cat's Lair right away! What's the problem, Snarfer? Very well. Tower of Omens to Cat's Lair. Are you receiving me? Yeah, their whole banter, their whole dialogue, like, is really hard to understand, especially since a lot of these words are made up. Right. Um, so they're, one of these random cats is Linkso, who is apparently the oldest Thundercat in the galaxy. Yo, bitch, look at you! I, okay! 
I read I read Coming that. through that Thundercat um, lore like it ain't no thing. And he's blind. Oh, okay. Um, so I call him old blind. <laughs> <laughs> As you should, go on. Um, there's also Pumira, who is the other female Thundercat who's like who has some sort of whip. Right, right, right. That's right, right. her weapon or slingshot of sorts. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, Pumira is also a tight name. I actually kind of like that. Oddly similar to Chitara. I wonder why they're going with the long E sounds for all the females. I don't know. And the O's for the men. Yeah, so it's, it's a, <laughs> well, I, you know. yeah, it's a weird, I guess, genderized vowels. Uh, sure. <laughs> um, oh, but yeah, but like, I think like that Pumira's like uh, anal bead whip also uh owned by tigra so it's like a it's a whole it's a whole thundercat thing um yeah it's a whole thing so basically he just wants this snarfer wants to call up the cats um and his uncle at cat's lair just to make he's make sure he's okay basically they contact him and snarf who they think is Snarf is on screen, but he sounds, again, like, kind of drugged and, like, really even dumber than he was to begin with. Yeah, like, mad bait. Like, it's one of those calls where it's like, oh, is something wrong? And the person's like, uh, no, nothing's wrong. (laughs) And so Pumira at this point is like, he looks totally fine. Like, that's clearly Snarf. Everything's fine. And Snarfer is like, no, that like he didn't sound good, so I feel like we should go back, which was the right choice. Uh, yeah, right choice, cause Mumra is basically up in their up in the Thundercats' lair, going on about how it's so important or something. Like he makes all of these like comments of like, oh, without Cat's lair and Cat's lair this and Cat's lair that. It's like Mumra, like fucking shut up about it for a second. We get it. It's a lair. Uh, anyways. Right. And that's when the, like, these uh, these rando cats come through. Oh, this is where I say, like, Mumra, I get you're having a good time. But, like, also, can you dial it back to, like, a 9? Because he's <laughs> consistently at a 12. Uh, and anyways, but he's living his life. He's enjoying his, his brief accomplishment. Um, right. So, White Tiger, I guess, Bengali, and Pumira <laughs> come on down to Third Earth. It's very important to be precise here. <laughs> Uh, and they, they, uh, they come all up into Cat's lair, but Mumra, you know, is like, yo, fuck these hoes, and pulls the bridge underneath them, and some, I don't know, some snarf bullshit happens. Um, I don't know. The, 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 yeah, the, the, yeah man. the bridge collapses underneath him, yeah, because Snarfer's there, that's why I wrote some snarf bullshit, because we just get a lot of snarf... <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just like, it's one of those things that like it grates on my mind. So I can't cognize anything else. Uh, but essentially gets them in this precarious position where they're hanging off of a cliff. Uh, but Snarfer makes it through. And yes. yeah, he makes it to like the close to the entrance of Cat's Lair. And that's where we have like a, a marmot snarf battle Redux. <laughs> snarf on snarf. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Wait, was it marmot? Marmot as it snarf, was. It right? was. It was snarf on snarf. snarf yeah, yeah, yeah. Snarf on snarf. 1080p. Um, <laughs> and snarf er, much like OG snarf, is super weak <laughs> and can't fight for shit. No, it almost makes you wonder what the fuck are they even there for? It almost makes you wonder. It's true. Uh, and when you do wonder, you realize, yeah, what are they there for? <laughs> Apparently, they're some sort of, like, servant to the Thundercats. Like, they're loyal servants of sorts who do, like, I don't know. I was reading about this earlier. Um, but they have a purpose. Okay, so it's... They're, like, a cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of... Like a house elf type situation. Yeah, they're not allowed to be their own beings. They all have to be kind of enslaved to the thunder. Oh, you know what? I love that. <laughs> I love that for Snarf. Yeah, I love that for Snarf too. Yeah, I don't like that for like a, almost anything else, but I love that for Snarf. <laughs> um, so basically, we have the the Snarf on Snarf. 1080p. <laughs> 1080p. And... Fuck, man! I don't even yeah, know what happened. That, yeah. A lot of it, a lot of shit. A lot of shit. Yeah, um, you got that snarf on snarf. You got the new cat that we'll never see again hanging off of a cliff. 
Uh, Lionel wakes up after his, like, roofie hangover. <laughs> um, and he's basically, like, he's trapped in some sort of, like, holding area. And he's like, oh, yo, 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 I, I have my Sword of Omen. And he, like, summons it to fly through the air, which I thought was kind of cool. Sure, yeah. And makes sense. Makes sense. It's a sword. It flies. Uh, <laughs> and he busts out of his holding cell. And we get this Lionel Mumra rematch. Um, and I do enjoy how Mumra is battling him and basically says, like, yeah, I should have killed you earlier, but I didn't. So I guess here we are. And it's like, okay, Mumra, at least, right. like, you acknowledge your stupid mistake. Uh, yeah, you really should have killed him. Really should have killed him, but, like, we're in a kid's show and he's a, a monologuing villain. But anyways... Uh, Lino is still getting pointed at this point, even with his magical sword thing. Yeah, by some sort of beam or ray that... Is it coming from Mumra's eyes? What is? The beam. There's a beam. He shoots some sort of beam or ray. Lino or Mumra? Mumra. Oh, yeah. Mumra's shooting a lot of fucking beams. Boys on beams everywhere. <laughs> uh, he's beaming. He's gleaming and gleaming. Uh... Yeah, I think that's just like Mumra's like thing. He shoots magical bolts of energy wherever and whenever he wants. Okay, got it, got it, got it for sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so yeah, Lino like needs some help, and Mumra, uh, you know, as a gentleman, takes a pause and lets Lino complete his thirty-second animation. <laughs> To uh, basically do his, like, sword signal thing uh, where he shoots out this like, this cat signal. It's like the bat signal, but with a cat. Mm-hmm. Uh, which then goes from the cat slayer window doorway computer, which then goes into Mumra's scrying pool, which then tells Snarf, who is still lo- locked up in Mumra's lair... That Lionel is in trouble. But then I was like, wait a second. Snarf already knew that Lionel was in trouble. Slash <laughs> would have been the first to know he was in trouble. Uh, and then, But then Snarf sees the signal. And he's like, oh, I got to get out of here. And I'm like, Snarf, didn't you already know you had to get out of there? <laughs> That's so true. Like, what was he doing up until that moment? Just, like, lying there limply? Yeah, it's like, Snarf, like, you really are useless. Um, but then he does have a moment of some sort of, like, cognitive function. Because he's like, okay, let me try to remember that summon, that chant that uh, Mumra used to switch bodies. Right. Which, this is what, this was my witch please moment. Because I'm like... You're not going to work all that dark magic just by remembering some words and switching around some nouns here and there. <laughs> all right, fucking Snarf. Uh, obviously. Well, he does. He does. He does. I'm just saying the writers of the show have never conjured nor summoned dark <laughs> forces ever, obviously. Regardless, <laughs> Snarf not only pulls the physical body switcheroo, he also calls upon the same powers that empower Mumra the Ever-Living to become Snarf the Ever-Living. Yes. Um, which is like, okay. <laughs> sure. Fine. Whatever. <laughs> like, okay, he becomes a giant Snarf and can suddenly fly and shit. I guess that's what it means to be Ever-Living. Um, I don't fucking know. I the most disturbing part was the way Snarf's voice changes, which sounds like he just did, like, you know, a bunch of steroids and went through, like, <laughs> second puberty. First, you've got to deal with Snarfra, the ever living. Well, okay. Yes, his voice was creepy, but I I preferred the snarf because he didn't last very long. He wasn't on my screen as for very long at all. For sure, he he um, really married got got off my screen as. Yeah. <laughs> and um, he was effective. Also true. Also, I mean, yeah, this snarf, super snarf, superior to 
regular putrid snarf. Uh, but yeah, anyways, as we as we see that kind of like, reverts back to norm later. But anyways, um, Mumra in the in the in, in the meanwhiles is going in for the kill. <laughs> Um, Mumra, though, takes a long-ass time because he always feels the need to call himself Mumra the Ever-Living. And it's like, dude, we get it. You're ever-living. <laughs> we, we know. We've been new. Yeah, like, you're either undead or you're unliving. Or however that works, I don't fucking know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, then Super Snarf comes in through the window computer door and um, they, like, they fight. Just in the Nickelback of right. Time, too. Right, just in the Nickelback of Time, part two. <laughs> a stitch through nickels and times. <laughs> I started that one not knowing where I was going with it. But I was very <laughs> pleased by the end. <laughs> so silly. It's nickels and dimes, nickels and times. I thought it was nickels and times. I thought it was clever. I thought it was clever. Uh, uh, but it's also silly. Yeah, it also makes no sense, of course. I, mean, I was never, I was never <laughs> refuting the silliness of it. But um, um, yeah, super. He also saves Pumira and Bengali, who were like dangling. True, 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 true. They're all dangling. He scoops them up. Uh, you know, really. I was gonna make a ball sack reference there, but I didn't. No, that yes. I I got okay, it. Okay, perfect, perfect. Um, I said it without even having to say it. <laughs> so yeah, Snarf saves them, and then we also get another, um, you know, male genitalia-related line, at least I perceived as, because Snarf and Mumra are battling, and Mumra shoots one of his, you know, classic magical beams at him, and Snarf comes back with a two can play handball, Mumra, and I was like, wow. That's the gayest thing ever. Uh, because handball. Yeah, two, I played that game. Yeah, exactly. Two really can play handball. Or three. Throw in a fourth. <laughs> Let's all get in there. Yeah, I, I played some handball like 12 hours ago as well as 12 hours ago. Um. So yeah, they're <laughs> good for you. <laughs> it, was, you know, it was twice in the same hour. Um. So basically, there's a fight. Yeah. Um, with all sorts of weapons, Pumira uses some sort of slingshot. Bengali uses some sort of cane, question mark, question mark. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck it is, but it had like some sort of cat head and then a beam or something. Dude, I don't fucking, I, I don't, don't even, I didn't even register that. I was probably more like, all oh, right, more nonsense, sure. <laughs> um, Snarfer basically fucks around with a dog trying to like, I don't know, do whatever beat him into submission i don't do at one point we do see fucking two grown-ass cats beating up this small dog which i did not think was cool <laughs> yeah the dog isn't really the problem yeah i was just like when you really think about it the dog's not violent yeah the dog is just like following his master's command it's not the it's not the dog that's evil it's the owner that's evil you know what i mean exactly Exactly. I feel like this is a PSA for pit bull owners or something. 100%. 100% was. I'm glad you understood the marmot subtext. (laughs) Like an anti-pit bull uh, statement. Like, yes, it is the product. They are the product of, like, bad owners. But, like, they become bad dogs, you know? Got to put them down. Right. So, essentially, mummies should not own pit bulls is the message. (laughs) That's the real message yeah, of the exactly. show. Exactly. No mummies for pitbulls. People have been saying it for generations. I'm glad this show put it into the mainstream, at least in some form. It's a very fringe movement. Do you think they're like the opposite of a mummy is a daddy? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would make sense why all these cats are giving me daddy ass vibes. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Maybe we cracked we it. We cracked it. It wasn't ancient <laughs> Egypt. It wasn't anything that culturally specific. It was just a daddy and mommy moment. <laughs> daddy and mommy like to fight. Exactly. Like to get violent. Right, right, I right, 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 right. Um, you should you should self-identify as a mommy. Like I'm not a daddy, I'm a mommy. <laughs> and then you can just like, yo, this mommy is yummy. <laughs> 
he says as he like gnaws on a mummy's leg. Right, right. I wonder what a mummified human would taste like. I mean, well, depends how old, but I imagine something akin to beef jerky. Interesting. I, I feel like they were salted. They probably were salted. Probably cured. Yeah, yeah. Like a good prosciutto kind of situation. <laughs> what if they taste like prosciutto? That would be the most expensive prosciutto in the world. I mean, human prosciutto is the most expensive in the world, as we already know. <laughs> um, but yeah, over generations, like locking a pyramid. Ancient prosciutto. For sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. It's, it's like how wine gets better as it ages. Yeah, human flesh gets better as it ages. When cured. When cured. <laughs> Very important to be specific yep. with that. <laughs> I don't want you aging your human flesh all willy-nilly out in an open cavern. That's not that's not good. <laughs> um but anyway, um basically they're still fighting and then Lionel ba- tells him like you should surrender. The Thundercats fuck his shit up and blast him out of the lair. But and at some point, okay, I have in my notes, someone calls someone a traitor. Him, Like, someone says you're a Thundercat traitor, but, like, how is anyone a traitor in this? Oh, I don't know. I don't remember <laughs> that. I don't have that note. Okay. At one point, though, Mumra does, like, basically say at... Uh, Snarf, he's like, you blasted Thundercat creature, which I laughed because like, oh, he couldn't even remember Snarf's name. <laughs> Maybe that's what he said. Maybe I misheard him. Yeah, that was the old, because I have in my notes, he calls him a Thundercat creature, which sounds similar to Traitor, and we've already established enunciation in this show is not <laughs> its strong suit. Okay, that makes a lot more sense because I was like, how could, how could Snarf be a traitor? Like, what is Snarf to this mummy? I, but that makes a lot more sense. So basically, Snarf jump, Snarfer, excuse me, jumps off the dog and like they're flying and he jumps off the dog and slides down into the lair and tries to make a funny joke saying, I just thought I'd drop in. And they all laugh. I didn't though. Um, yeah, I don't know if many people (laughs) did, uh, but basically, the end result after that awful joke, Mumra leaves in a huff, <laughs> taking Marmot with him, and the cat, the Thundercats, I should say, win the day. And then we cut to, you know, sometime after the battle, they're all chilling on a round table with some chairs. These fucking cat bitches, whether we'll never see again. Uh, and Snarf basically says... Like, I'm getting really tired of being awesome and powerful. I just, like, want to go back to being <laughs> my regular annoying self. Uh, and says, it wasn't really me. And, like, you shouldn't pretend to be something you're not. And I was like, oh, so you're agreeing. You're the worst. Like, you get it then. <laughs> yeah, you're weak and useless. Like, you want to be in that truth not in like a better reality you don't want to be like awesome and big okay yeah, but uh, snarf the worst he knows it still is the worst actually i don't know do they genderize snarf at any point uh, they say uncle you're right actually uncle yeah and by what i meant you're uh, right i meant i'm right so um so basically like snarf asks Lionel to switch him back and Lionel like questions whether or not his sword of omens omens not sword of moments. It, I mean they were having a moment, but it's not. But it's still a uh, sword of moments. Um, it, he didn't know if he his sword of moments could do it. Omens, whatever. <laughs> but to everyone's surprise, like he did manage to switch Snarf back, which is like, can this sword do everything? Yeah, dude, it's like it's a magical sword. It can do magic things. So. It can make him fly. Yeah, or it can make him not fly, at least in this case. <laughs> um, so yeah, it works. Snarf is back and the episode is Ooh, over. Before the episode officially ends, because Snarf gets reverted back to his smaller form. And then Snarfer comes up, gives him a hug. And we can also play the sound clip here as well. Because I swear to God, Snarfer calls him Uncle Osbert. And then corrects himself mm-hmm. to Uncle Snarf. And I was like, what? <laughs> I read about this. So apparently his real name is Osbert or something, and, but he doesn't like it. 
So he just wants to be called Snarf. Oh, is it like a reverse slave name situation? Like he prefers his slave name? I think so. Oh, good for Snarf. Yeah, good for I'm Snarf. Not, I, or maybe... I, I like that for Snarf. I, I, I really do. I think Osbert or whatever is his slave. Or no. I think Snarf is his slave name. When is it, he... it is. And he likes his slave name more, which, you know, again, against. Makes it like an Uncle Tom. Yeah, exactly. Like, again, like, you know, Gem Girls podcast against all slavery, except in reference <laughs> to the Snarf race. Yes, of course. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, he seems to genuinely enjoy his servitude, uh, which is sad and probably a symptom of Stockholm Syndrome. But uh, anyway. But like, you know what? The, the, he enjoys his servitude. He can't serve it to you. So that just makes sense. <laughs> it does. Um, so who do we think is the weakest bitch of the episode? I feel like we've, we've already, already answered it at length. It's our <laughs> not boy. It's our very worst Judy. Osbert slash Snarf. <laughs> yeah. Snarf, Snarfer. Marmot as Snarf. I didn't enjoy any I don't like any form of Snarf. Yeah, the big, the Snarf ever living wasn't bad. Oh yeah, true, true, true. Um, Roided up Snarf was fine. <laughs> now, who do we think is the baddest bitch? Baddest bitch. Okay, personally, I want to give it to Pumira because I love her name. I liked how she looked. She was the only one who didn't creep me out. Okay, that's important because, like, it's a there's like a lot of shit that's quite creepy in the show. She was the most jellical. Oh, yeah, she was gel. <laughs> that's I think the first time I've ever thought of that as a positive descriptor. <laughs> I know. But I guess by Jellicle, I, I always thought, like, Jellicle meant, like, thin and athletic and, like, prone to song and dance. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Fair. Which is, like, I guess accurate. I thought Jellicle meant glaring crotches, bad CGI, <laughs> and incoherent plot. Um, <laughs> well, I just loved how everyone in the show was a jellical cat except for rebel wilson's fat house cat who's a gumpy cat. right yeah bitch was mad so gumpy. Like, are these <laughs> so does jellical just mean thin or is it like a thin street cat yeah. like a wily street i cat? don't know i mean well, yeah i guess like, there weren't any <laughs> house cats that are in the jellical mix i don't think but it is a little no. sizest i agree um, so yeah, I was just like, oh, she's a gumpy cat, okay. Um, but yeah, this cat, Pumiro, is very jellical, and the other ones didn't even, like, really look like cats to me. Um, they terrified. Dude, no, actually, I, like, yeah, I, I know I brought up bats before, but I want to say a lot of them look like bats. Like, Lionel looks like a bat. <laughs> and, uh, Panthro. Oh, Panthro, a hell of bat. Like Are you fucking kidding me? He's bat daddy number yeah, one. Yeah, he looks like a man. Uh, he just looks like a straight up dude with like a bald head. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I imagine this show definitely did create a generation of furries. Like, they, it must have. <laughs> definitely. Like, how could it I think that's not? why it was so popular. Props. I'm sure there's a lot of art on Tumblr. Oh, 100%, 100%, 100%. Uh... I'm surprised I haven't personally come by more. Uh, no, I've come by enough, actually, now that I think about it. What do you search to find that? I don't search anything. It just comes my way. Uh, I have, sure, sure, I have sure, a lot sure. of interests. You know, I dabble in a lot of... I got my hands in a lot of pockets. <laughs> in my pockets, I mean porn categories. You got to diversify. You got to diversify your portfolio. It's, I've always said that. <laughs> That's so good. That's so good. Uh, anyways, um, so I guess we're fucking done with this episode. Um, <laughs> and that brings us to the end of this episode of Gem Girls Podcast. Um, mm -hmm. As per um, Blue Jewel, make sure to <laughs> rate us and review us wherever you find podcasts. Indeed. And uh, you won't find us on Indeed.com, so uh, not there. But... <laughs> Uh, where you, that's yeah, true. that is, that, that's factual. That, that is a fact. <laughs> um, but 
whenever you, whenever, and I mean whenever, because you will do it, uh, rate us and review us. Just keep in mind, um, it's a five-star show, so give us five stars. <laughs> and when you're writing your review, positive adjectives only. Um, things like great, wonderful, loved it. All of those. You can string those together. <laughs> Hilarious. Inspiring. Inspiring. Yeah, but not inspiring to commit suicide. You want inspiring, <laughs> inspiring to live my life to the fullest. You see how I switched the adjectives there? That's what you got to do when you write your yeah. review. Um, so, yeah, please do that for us because we're desperate. We're desperate. And um, if you want to support us even more, please check out our Instagram and our Facebook and our Twitter and like us. Just give us so many likes and like give it. us a follow. Like, like <laughs> one like really says, I like it. Um, <laughs> if anything it. says I like something, it's a like. <laughs> And, you know, if you followed us, I feel like that would make sense because as um, disciples of the Lord of Eyeballs, um, I feel like you should follow us because we have the truth. Right. You're you're a little eyeballing in our web of eyeballs. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that was one where I started sure. out somewhere and I didn't end anywhere. So you know what? A web of eyeballs. I'm not all winners, people. Uh, but you're a winner if you made it to the end of this fucking three-hour podcast. Uh, <laughs> right. So, so yes, check us out at Gem Girls Podcast across all of our platforms. And without further ado, um, until next time, stay, stay outrageous. outrageous. <laughs>